Hello, and thank you for joining Incoming, where I help you sort through the crap that life throws at you and tear down the roadblocks that you put in your own way. Hello, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Incoming. I'm your host, Margie Avery. Today, I want to talk about COVID fatigue. I know we're all tired of hearing the word COVID, but we have all, whether we realize it or not, reached a level of COVID fatigue. And as much as they are still bombarding us with more COVID news every day, they aren't really giving us a lot to go on in terms of how to deal with COVID fatigue. It's turned everyone's life upside down. People have had to switch to working from home, where you're dealing with different obstacles to getting your work done. Some people have lost their jobs. You're just having to deal with things that normally you didn't. Our patterns have been changed, and we started out strong. You know, everyone was about going for walks in the neighborhood and playing with your kids and, you know, different ways to keep our bodies and our minds occupied. And then somewhere along the way, we've sort of dropped a lot of that because we have COVID fatigue. And a lot of people put on, you know, the the COVID weight gain. And some people use the opportunity, as I did, to make a change. Like if if all my patterns are going to change anyway, let me try and take advantage of this as an opportunity to make some changes in my life that might be more difficult with my regular schedule. So I, I went on a weight loss journey, which... I'm discussing in other episodes. You can feel free to look them up and listen. But I think that, in my opinion, the first thing that we need to do, if you, if you sense if you know this sort of malaise and that it's just kind of wearing on you a bit, first of all, stop and think about it because it may be, and you're not even aware, and that's very unhealthy for your mental health and for your general well-being. So. Do that first, be honest with yourself, and then the second thing would be to tune out from a lot of the news. Believe me, there's nothing new and important out there. It's repeat and repeat of the same thing, and you just need to kind of tune it out. Go through your news feed, filter out a lot of those publications that are just, you know, latching onto anything that contains the word covid or just don't look at your news feed. But you can trim your news feed down to just the good things. You know, there are good positive stories out there. And those don't get reported because for some reason the media is convinced that, you know, when they say something negative that they get this peak in audience attention and that's going to pay off for them. But what they may not realize is the reason you're getting that peak is it's as if you are, when you say a negative headline, it's as if you're yelling the building's on fire. Of course, you get an exaggerated reaction. That doesn't necessarily mean that people want to hear that more than they do good news. So I'm going to be trying to search and find some good stories, things that are going on out there. And I want to remind everybody listening that the whole world is not really imploding around us. We will get through this. Things will be okay. We know this historically. Mankind has done it before. 
you have to still be careful. Take care of yourself. Wash your hands. Don't be on top of people in crowds. Try to not socially distance, you know, try to socially distance, I should say, and try to, you know, just take care of yourself. But for your mental health, you know, there are good people out there doing good things. There are positive stories out there. And it is good for us mentally to find that and seek that out and, and dwell on that a bit. You know, don't, don't give in to the media frenzy of only negativity. Only these negative politics, only these negative reports about COVID, only these, you know, horrible, horrible things that we feel completely powerless about. So a little, in a minute, I'm going to share a couple of positive stories that I found. And also, you know, I I Googled one day, good news. And there's actually a feed that just does positive news stories from around the country and around the world. And keep in mind that In life, we sometimes find ourselves, when you look around and it just seems insurmountable. You know, the politics and all of these things surrounding COVID and politics in general, these are times that you really are kind of powerless. Um, Marching in the streets, things like that, it's going to get someone's attention for a minute, but it's, it's, you know, that takes consistency, which we have not had, to really you know, create change. And it hasn't been consistent enough, and that's unfortunate. But for your mental health, sometimes you have to accept that this is where we are right now. And I can't control all of these outside forces. But what I can control is me. I can control my environment. I can take care of me. I can quiet the noise, and I can focus on my work that I have to do if I'm working from home each day or however you're still earning a living, focus on my kids, focus on the tasks in front of me and the things that I do in fact have control over until we pass through this. And pass we will. I can assure you of that. I can promise you that. You know, the thing that we have to keep in mind, it is heartbreaking, the hundreds of thousands, millions of people that have died from covid But, you know, the reality is, folks, that in life when a bad thing happens, a building's on fire, there's an earthquake, there's a tsunami, there is a war, there's a pandemic that is beyond anyone's control really to stop, maybe. Maybe a war they could, but they won't. But anyway, um, there's a bad event happening and there is going to be loss. And we have to prepare ourselves for that. As, as much as technology has grown, as advanced as we've become as a society, we still do not have the ability to stop everything. We're not that powerful. And we have to accept that there will be a loss of lives. So, unfortunately, that's how that is. But most of us will survive it. We will be okay. And in the meantime, we have to take care of our mental health and take care of our lives. Um, if you fail to do that, You may live through it, but you could be mentally scarred for life by it. So to share some positivity with you, um, I came across a story the other day on Facebook, but I did fact check it, and this is real. You can look it up. It's an electrician named John Kinney, 
He works in Woburn, Massachusetts. I may or may not be pronouncing that correct. Uh, any, at any rate, he went to this woman's house, um, Gloria Scott, I believe was her name, to do some minor electrical work. And this is an older woman in an older house, and she's at a stage in life where she is physically, financially unable to do the maintenance on the home, and it's an older wooden house that's going to require a lot of maintenance and doesn't have family to help, and he was just struck by the need that this woman had, and he started working with his brother and got a lot of other local contractors involved in the cause and started a, a Facebook fundraiser and also uh, organized a lot of local businesses to do whatever they could and restaurants in the area have kicked in and they set up tents and they bring food for the people that are doing work on this woman's house and the community has really come together to help her and it's a very positive story it's Gloria's Gladiators they have a public Facebook but if you if you google that Gloria's Gladiators it will come up there's a lot of YouTube videos and news coverage of it it kind of blew up after it appeared on Facebook and you know but the, the thing is this is something positive and it shows you the kindness that exists in people and it got me thinking that you know I, I've done podcasts about our work environment in today's life and you know I think that for many of us you know when you lived off the land hundreds of years ago and it was very hard work and many negatives to it but the positive side was you had some satisfaction from your work. At the end of the day, you saw something accomplished. And I think many of us have become like a cog and a giant wheel. And we work because we have to pay our bills, but we really don't feel that sort of satisfaction, soul-serving satisfaction from our work anymore because we don't get to see a real result. And I think that that is why when you hear these kinds of stories like Gloria's Gladiators that you, you've been alerted that someone needs something from you and people will fall all over themselves jumping to help and not for the publicity alone. I mean, sometimes yes, but mainly because it's like, oh my God, here's something that I can do that I can actually feel some satisfaction from. I, it, it's really fulfilling the need. And these are some of the positive things that I think, you know, that you can focus on that are much better for your mental health in these kinds of times. And maybe even look around your community and seek out something like that, that someone who needs something done for them, you know, maybe an older neighbor that isn't able to mow their lawn, you know, needs help getting the trash out. Something simple like that can make us feel like we have a purpose in life. And it takes our mind off some of this other negativity, even for just a moment. And you know, perhaps we aren't back to normal yet. And that's okay, because again, there are still aspects of this that we have control over. You know, try to settle your mind and go back to some of the thinking that we had in the beginning. Like, okay, a resolve. We're, here we are. This is going to take a minute to pass. So in the meantime, maybe I'll invest some time into me. Maybe I will take some of the time that I would spend going out and I will do some things in my house. 
paint a room, um, redecorate a bit, take up a hobby, do the sewing and the knitting or something that you've been talking about doing that you never seem to have time to do, you know, get in your basement or your garage and do some woodworking. I mean, I, I started this podcast during this pandemic. I also started a self-improvement program of quitting smoking, losing weight. I've lost 41 pounds. I've gone from a pack a day smoker to about a two pack a week smoker. These are big achievements to me. And I've used the disruption in my schedule to my advantage because sometimes those day-to-day patterns, our bad habits or lack of good habits fall into those patterns. And having your pattern disrupted gives you an opportunity to do something new and it doesn't feel quite so foreign to your brain. They can be snuck in there, so to speak, pretty easily. So it may be a good time to do those things. I have also taken time and I set up a sewing and craft room. I do leather work. I make beautiful purses and bags and satchels and wallets. I sell them, you know, among friends or, you know, I have sold some out in the public. I have an Etsy store and I now have time to really put into that. And working with my hands for me occupies my mind. I don't have the time to sit there and flit away pondering all these headlines because I'm focused on something else. Also my sewing. I finally officially set up a true sewing area and I started making quilts to give as gifts to give to family, friends. I'm gonna go to a craft show coming up in November. And I mean, none of these things are the pressure of I'm starting a new venture and it has to pay my bills. It's I'm occupying my mind and my hands on something that is positive and something that I can see the results of when I'm finished. And that that's a big thing for people to be able to see the fruits of your labor beyond just your bills being paid, to see a finished product, tangible item. And my quilts, by the way, are not true quilting, not very fancy, just I sew blocks and finish them off and use fun fabrics and, you know, I make them quality. I like to use all cotton. I use organic cotton batting, all these things. And, you know, my family's enjoyed it. Um, They're going to go out as gifts. You know, every year I send a tin of cookies to certain family members and Every now and then I throw in a little an inexpensive gift, like a dollar store thing, a hot mat or a kitchen towel or something like that. And I'm going to throw in little quilted throws that I made that I caught fabrics on sale. It's inexpensive. And the beauty of it is I'm getting a gift. I'm getting something that someone will get some enjoyment out of for a period of time or they'll just get a laugh out of it. But it pays for my hobby and it occupies my time. I should say the Going to a craft show and selling some of my leather goods to friends finances my hobby. But, you know, I can give them as gift and, and it can make sense. It's not just doing it and stacking it up in my house for no purpose. You know, maybe you've always wanted to start a YouTube channel. This is a good time to do that. What I'm telling you is remove yourself from the negativity. Create a positive environment for yourself, for your mental health. Stop listening to what the next person in Hollywood is doing or what they did this weekend or this noise that's going to make them money and do nothing for you but make you unhealthy. Aggravate you and irritate you for, for no purpose. Save those things for entertainment when you're mentally stronger. But right now when we are COVID fatigued, 
we need to focus on ourself, our well-being, our health. You know, volunteer or do something if you can in the community to help people that are impacted differently by this that might need, a, you know, some help. But try to take care of yourselves is what I'm saying. And, you know, look for positive stories like the one I shared with you about Gloria's Gladiators. I'm going to be sharing more of those because I don't think that those things get their, their due in the media. And what leaves us feeling as if there's no kindness in the world, no goodness in the world, and there is. And it doesn't have to be on a massive scale of I'm starting a foundation and, you know, we're going to donate millions. The micro and macro efforts, I should say, are where the real change happens. If every person out there did a little act of kindness for someone in their community that needed a hand, we wouldn't have the big problems. And in the end, it's selfishly very good for you because it occupies your mind. And maybe like me, maybe you're trying to quit smoking or, you know, some other bad habit. And you keep your hands busy and they don't have time to do the bad things. So I'm going to leave you with that. This is a short show today because I don't want to take up a lot of your time either. And I want to leave you with a positive note that you are worth it. You are worth the investment. Don't give up on yourself. Don't let other people make you give up on yourself. Have confidence in you because whoever you are, none of us are that unique. We're not that special. There are others out there like you. And start embracing you and embracing your thoughts and your ideas and and your hobbies and your interests. And you know what? You will start to find other members of your tribe. So please listen to my advice because I want you all to be mentally healthy and mentally happy. Nobody needs to be having negative thoughts about themselves and wanting to harm themselves. It's just, it's not needed. As I always say, get rid of the people around you that are, that are feeding those negative thoughts. Get rid of the behavior around you that's, you know, handicapping you. Take the one upside we have, one of the many of this, and use the time and the change in your schedule in a positive way in your own life. So I look forward to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting the show. And I want you to have a good day and a good week.